0: Hello and welcome to K-pop Rookies.
1: We are recording now. So this is our first episode. We thought we would start this K-pop podcast because we've been talking about it way too much uh, between each other anyway. We're sisters, we are at uh, college age, basically, and um, we've been into K-pop now for like maybe two and a half years, and that's that's about me. What about you? Oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> <I'm sorry to
0: laughs> do you
1: introduce me. both of us? So I what? Know, what is? What am I supposed so, to say? How do we
0: introduce ourselves? Okay. So as this is our first episode, we kind of wanted to talk about how we got into K-pop to start. For me, at least, this has been the only thing that has marked time passing in quarantine, and so we just wanted to talk about it more.
1: Yeah, that's true. We, the other day, we were saying that we could like very easily break up our quarantine period within comebacks, and it all started with um, Kick It. Even though that wasn't really a big deal to me, I didn't really love Kick It, but... I loved Kick It. It goes Kick It, and then there's Wannabe, and then there's a few things in between that
0: are a blur, but then there's more and more, and then there's the whole of July, and here we are in August. So, we're gonna talk about where it all started, instead of all that stuff, before this quarantine, before this mess.
1: Yeah, so for me, I think there were a couple of phases. There was my first introduction ever, ever, which is... um one summer i was doing this internship and my roommate at the time was super super into K-pop. she still is she loves big bang she had a ton of big bang posters but then it got a little awkward after and she was like can i still like big bang and i'm like it's probably okay but you know she um so she would just she wouldn't like push it on me or anything but she definitely would watch a bunch of music videos and watch a lot of stages just in our room on the tv and so i sit with her and we watch them and sometimes we'd watch like world of dance or something but overall that's how i just kind of got introduced and i was like oh it's kind of i remember very viscerally that like i was like oh these boys are wearing makeup and it looks kind of weird on them like it took me a really long time to get used to the makeup and like not think that they look super feminine but now it's like i don't even notice anymore that's something that i kind of realized but. Yeah, so she was super into that, and then like I started learning, um, I think what is love with my friends. But at that point, I was just into the songs. I didn't know anybody's name. I kind of ended that summer just with a general appreciation of like the dances and the songs, and it was mostly for me. Seventeen, EXO, Big Bang, Twice. I think that was it. Yeah, I think that, and BTS of course. Yeah, but BTS was kind of like a slow, slow goer for me. So that was a uh, summer twenty eighteen, and then I can talk about. Uh, kind of like the two phases of summer 2018 that was the first phase of summer 2018 for me and i also remember we were like driving to a restaurant and that's why people were playing exo songs in the car and i was kind of literally in my head in my phone making note of like the english lyrics so i could look it up later and i was like call me baby call me baby why did you just ask them the name of the song because i was not really good friends with them (laughs) (laughs) and it was was really (laughs) awkward and i was like i didn't want to ask about it if it was too like well known so i think i asked my friend later by myself i was like what was that one song that was like call me Baby'?" yeah <laughs> yeah
0: um i think it was also summer of 2018 although to be fair we are the right demographic for this in the sense that we already like love i mean i guess you were you watch more anime than i did but things would come up or a drama would come up or it, it
1: was in our periphery always i, I feel think. like people that like anime and people that like k-pop are not always the same
0: i guess but i think in terms of like the like, the algorithm. Like, if you watch certain things, and other things pop up, like, that is one of the, like, branching factors. I don't know. Anyways, the point is, is that, for me, it was 2018, and I had a, uh, kind of a research internship that was so incredibly boring. And so I actually watched YouTube most of the time, and for me, my friend, so it was one friend and one sweetmate that got me into BTS initially, and that was my gateway drug, mm-hmm. and I watched so, so, so many BTS videos. Mm-hmm. And then, really, that only lasted a month or two, and then I started to get into way uh, more other groups. So, for me, I went back into my Spotify and I saw the first one was Red Velvet, Red Flavor, which is great, still a bop, and then 17's Clap, and then BTS Blood, Sweat, and Tears. So, since then, I've definitely diversified, but those were the three that started it. And since then, like if you go back, there's such a distinct difference in
1: my Spotify from pre 2018 like 2018 on yeah i will say that the first song i ever added was 17 don't want to cry and it still remains like my very most favorite k-pop song i thought yeah so then at this point we both discovered k-pop kind of independently didn't really talk about it with each other and we were also living apart but then when we started living together again and we went back home at that point she was really in her BTS phase and I was in this kpop phase where like I wasn't obsessed with anybody I wasn't like I was obsessed. I didn't know I still kind of didn't really know people's names I didn't really care about people's names and I just kind of like appreciated groups as a whole But then when we were together she literally stayed up to watch idol when um, then V got released and I don't think I wasn't really into BTS at that point, and I just stayed up with her, but I didn't really care about it. And I we both watched it, and then that was I, the trippiest music video. Yeah, to watch at like it was such a, a weird first impression. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't like it initially. Besides the suits, I really liked the suits. And then a couple times, I feel like I just realized this over time with K-pop. Sometimes the music videos just grow on you later. <laughs> but after that, I started getting into BTS, and I became like super obsessed. And I watched all their interviews and all of their like funny videos and like bts in america like classic and like so many uh my bias was v and i still stand by that but definitely the bts train sailed end of summer 2018 for me (laughs) sorry (laughs) the bts train took off (laughs) then and um this metaphor isn't working for me yeah i don't know i stopped i stopped but they're they're
0: in our periphery they're always like in our periphery but i feel like the group's kind of you're listening to all of them at the same time, like all of these other different groups, so it doesn't say BTS focused for me. Or like it never
1: has since that first month anyways. Yeah. That was the I'll just say that was the peak of my BTS-ness and now I am I, I added groups to that. Like basically it was solely BTS, now I've added groups to that. But I will just say one of my favorite BTS songs is uh Seesaw, which is suga's song. I love that song, I think it's great. Um and of course the classics, you know, like Buzz Wet and Tears. I Need You, Save Me. I think those are my favorites. I
0: really like the Cypher series. They're like more hard-hitting ones. Yeah, I think and then I like three. Dang, too. I really like J-Hope's part in Dang. Too. I don't know that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good one. It's mm-hmm. a good part. The, you know, I feel like there maybe there is a difference between people who... I mean, everybody likes BTS, like it's statistically everyone's heard of them, right? But I feel like there's a difference between people that it's been their gateway drug kind of a thing versus they just stay there. I feel like some people just stay in
1: the BTS zone. I feel like if you stay in the BTS zone, it's like a One Direction zone or like a, whatever, Sync zone or something like that. Like, because I was into them more for their personalities and their appearances on, like, their general appearance, but also their appearances on interviews, rather Thank than you. their music. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing that, when I started getting into K-pop, I felt may- way more conflicted as, like... Oh, These people are just doing this as like the performers. They don't really care about their music necessarily. They don't make their own music They're just kind of like in this machine But then over time I kind of realized like okay, it's a different country like they're doing things differently This is how their media works and out like American media is not so like much more superior and creative or independent like a lot of people in k-pop produce and compose and write their own songs and even if they don't like their overall passion is to be a performer that like dances and sings and sometimes acts, right? So, like, it's not like I'm supposed to just imagine them all as like these bedroom pop artists, you know?
0: Yeah, but I th- like that's the music that you, I feel like you used to or you to listen to it, but that's the thing is that at least for me, I was already into I only really listen to pop, like, I listen to American pop, I really like Latin pop, and then a, a few Euro pop, but I, I just listened to pop, so I was so used to that kind of sound and, like, having a lot of producers on one song and not really, like, the, like, the, you know, Indeed. Billie Eilish... or No, well, okay, I guess not... that's different. <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, but mm. I mean in the sense that, like, you know, the idea that the artist started in their living room and then... They, like, yeah. I, I wasn't, like, super attached to that idea, so this, like, didn't bother me as much. Like, of course, there's so many different issues with the way that, like, they train and things that we don't know about and things that I'm sure, like, cause so many um, mental health issues among idols and trainees and things like that but what do you listen to like you still do but what is it last dinosaurs and um bands i don't know that are really
1: low-key like like she doesn't know like claro or like uh omar apollo or boy pablo right like those are like indie artists that i like still woozy um glass animals you know people that really produce and do everything on their own and then gradually have other things. Like, so Glass Animals is class animals a whole band, you know. But actually, that's kind of interesting. I never thought about it this way. Like, maybe K-pop is kind of where we bridge our music interests, you know? Like, maybe. Because it is kind of the main overlap. A lot of the times, I honestly find her music tastes kind of tacky. So I think that, like, this is where we I mean, it's agree. the best kind of tacky.
0: I love. I just love very poppy, danceable, fun, or, like, very, like, you know for lack of a better word kind of empowering you get up in the morning you can dance around and like feel your best like i like those sort of songs or you're playing it in your car i don't really like to
1: mellow out but i always say I like a high bpm sort of life. i mean i think those i think you can feel that way with different kinds of songs because still woozy is very good it's just it's just different sounds you know yeah. what I mean? like it definitely it also energizes me yeah but.
0: But you like the popier stuff.
1: I do like pop In stuff. K-pop anyways. I think there's just a time and a place. I Sometimes I'm in a K-pop mood, sometimes I'm not. But lately, the only mood I've been in is a K-pop I've, mood. I've been in a K-pop yeah. mood since 2018. <laughs> Basically. But, yeah.
0: Full K-pop mood. Okay, so we can then talk about songs that we're listening to now. Maybe we can pick three that are on liked songs. Itsy's Comeback is kind of its own thing. We can talk about that later.
1: But do you want to pick three first? Sure. Actually, sometimes it's hard for me to work while well listening to music, but... So I've been liking uh, Tag Me by Weekly. Weekly with three Es. They're a, they're a seven-member girl group under Playm Entertainment. So they're the first group under Playm since A Pink, which is kind of a huge deal. And um they debuted back in end of June. And Tag Me is like really, really fun. I really like the music video and the stage because they're both kind of reminded me of Seventeen's early concepts where it's like schoolgirl, schoolboy, like really fresh, really happy. And they also, in their stage, they use these desks as props. So it feels like kind of like a musical and it just feels like very charismatic and fun to watch and i just think they're also really talented they have like really talented vocalists and they're each each member is representing like a day of the week so anyway tag me is a is a great song also by them i like hello they only have a couple songs anyway since they just debuted but tag me and hello and there was also a period of time recently that i listened to uh-oh a lot by g idol i love uh-oh uh is very great i think it's most 90s thing they have and let's just uh close it out with um yes i am mama moo and i will say i love mama moo but when you were into mama moo in the beginning i wasn't super into mama moo and i i felt like yes i am and um oh i am and um oh I yeah yeah they were both too like broadway sounding to me like they were a little bit like that's kind of their vibe though they have like this jazz background to them yeah so but I, Piano Man I just felt it like started. it was it was too theatrical and I i felt like i didn't want to listen to it unless i was like super high energy already and in that kind of mood but recently i've appreciated it just separately from that concept in my head and i really like yes i am okay so my three i would say I'm still really listening to G-Idols, I'm the Trend. I know they
0: came out with DumDy DumDy and I love Dumdi DumDy too. But I'm the Trend has a really like smooth feel to it. I really like Minnie's voice in it. And I like that they released it before Dumdi DumDy and just kind of showed their skills more. So yeah, I wish I'd see them perform that. That would be really cool. Uh, besides that, I still really like Naughty. I feel like Irene and Slogie just went off and I really, really like, I know it took such a long time for them to learn the tutting and the dance and all of that and this, like, surprise B-side, I feel like was a really good idea from SM. I was kind of worried that they weren't gonna go all out with the subunit just because they're so focused, or it seems like they're so focused on Super M or, like, focused on, like, other things going on or maybe even the newest girl group that's supposed to come out in, like, late September, October, uh, but I really, really liked I really like Naughty. Maybe the third one. I really, well, because Eric Nam came out with more music, I've been listening to Paradise, obviously, but it also made me go back to Honestly by Eric Nam. So yeah. I've been really liking Honestly.
1: His voice is very ephemeral. Is that a word? Like, it's very... <laughs> that means, like, ephemeral just means it doesn't, like, it goes away. Like, it's, like, oh. it's, like, short-lived. No, no, that's not what I mean. It's yeah. very, like... Wait, wait. I know, wait, maybe ephemeral in me does mean, like, fairy, like, if that's what you mean. I think so. That's kind of I what I mean. don't think so. I think that's ethereal.
0: Yeah, ethereal! Ephemeral
1: is lasting for a very short time. Okay, no, no, it's <laughs> ethereal. It's ethereal. Yeah, um,
0: and it's like, I don't like, know why his voice feels very different to the way he talks. Do you know, like, when he sings, it sounds yeah. very different? I, I, I'm not sure if it's, it's not like it sounds like a different person, but it just has a, he's very, I don't know, like, sarcastic and, like, yeah. kind of self-deprecating when he talks and very, like, pointed with his... Not pointed, but, like, you know, he talks in a way that he's trying to crack jokes and do yeah. things and to have a voice that's very, like, fairy-like and very, like...
1: the, the Honestly, it's the very, like, kind of the song is running as he's singing. It has It's a nice blow. I like it a lot. That's funny. I wouldn't say it's ethereal because I think so, I wrote a comment once where someone was like, his voice is very... I don't know if it's, like, cookie-cutter or just, like, conventional pop. And I kind of agree with that. I think when I first listened to him, I was like, his voice is too, like... It just kind of sounds like an American pop radio voice to me but at the same time like I think when I take it with everything I know about his personality and also the fact that he's singing in Korean at some points and even just the instrumental like the whole production of it I just like the song so even if his voice is not like my favorite you most unique voice like I do like his music
0: I feel like the voice doesn't have to be like crazy unique for it to sound I still think it's unique I just don't think I don't know I feel like his voice like fits the songs that he does a lot and the concepts that he does a lot Yeah but it's like I don't like Camila Cabello's voice like yeah. I can't listen but to But her. like could could if you feel like it is really cookie cutter at least that comment said it like who else do you think could sing his song and it would sound the same Like is it sound the same? Like or it sounds similar oh. like someone that's not Eric Nam singing uh, honestly um, American or non-American or Korean or whatever Like Sean Mendes? I feel like if he got compared to Shaman it's really good. <laughs> yeah. But
1: I don't know. I think maybe it's just like the kind of song. I don't know. I mean, it's not. No, I think the song itself is different and cool and like unique. I th- And his voice is still unique. Like he got picked because he has a good voice. But I just, there's something about it to me that the first impression to me is like, this is pop, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is pop. Yeah, like, okay, maybe that's why
0: that I'm, like, just super yeah. into it, to start. I don't, I don't...
1: Yeah, but you don't listen is. to Shawn Mendes or Charlie Puth or something, right?
0: I used to. Well, that's okay, the thing, okay. is I think it's, like, a good transfer, is that, like, pre-the transformation yeah. in 2018, that's the sort of thing I would have listened to. Maybe not, like, religiously. Like, I wasn't, like,
1: oh my god, Shawn Mendes kind yeah, of person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but,
0: like, if I listened to advice I liked it a lot, or maybe that's why. But it's just, like, everybody's taste, right?
1: I mean, I think people say like. Man, what if Eric Nam (laughs) wrapped? I feel like for Eric Nam, people are are like, oh, they weren't sure how to categorize him, like, they're just like, is this K-pop? Is this pop? Is this what is this? You know, and I think that's pretty fair because. You know, it's in Korean, so it's it K-pop. And that's a I know, but he's released
0: English versions of a lot of his yeah. songs, or, like, he's released English albums. Like, remember that one Josh and Ollie video where Ollie's trying to learn Korean, mm-hmm. and Eric's like, yeah, you can listen to my music. He's like, that'd be so great, I'll listen Song to your music. English, he's like, oh, yeah. this one's all in
1: English. Like, I really, from the English album, I really like Love Die Young. Like, I'll be honest, the only songs that from Eric Nam I've actually added have been Love Die Young, Paradise, Honestly, and I think... You have a very tight standard. Like, maybe that's it actually i added i added honestly twice <laughs> <laughs> i do that sometimes i I like using spotify like the first time i added it was november twenty eighteen. Second time i added it was 11 days ago so i don't know the, I, I just i think i, I do want to mention my like two week ago song honorable Shoutouts. i could talk about them forever but just because they're not my most recently listened to songs i won't but there's this period of time that the only songs i listened to were <laughs> um god's menu stray kids love god's make menu. you happy NiziU. you Need You, 19, Natty, yeah. Pohar Peepam, Sun Me, and um, Mayday Crush and featuring Joy. Mayday Crush featuring Joy is really, really yeah. good. Yeah, I listen to those over and over and over again, and um, I really like all of them. Pohar Peepam is gonna be definitely a phase in my life, I remember. Make You Happy, also, God's Menu, also. Different, different definitely different feelings, but they were all very good to me.
0: I wonder where you can listen to K pop and you really like the ones that are super peppy, like weekly but you can't listen to,
1: or, like, you don't seem to like American pop that might have that same energy. I think I do. It's just, I'm not going to listen to Make You Happy all the time. It's just, like, like I do definitely, it's not like, music doesn't have to be super deep for me to like it. I don't think that's, like, I do have moments where I'm like, I want to listen to this really, like, whatever, Bony Iver or something. But, like, most of the time... I, I don't have to have that deep music. I can appreciate it. Like, twice is, like, you know, happy bubblegum pop. Right? I'm, I'm fine I with mean, that. I mean, they've, they've early transformed twice yeah, definitely early Early twice. twice. So, my bad. But, yeah, I think I'm going to come up with an uh, American pop person I like, but I, I don't know if I'll be able to do that for you. The normal song, normal voices in mainstream American pop, I don't think I like. Like, besides Camila Cabello, I think, like, you like Dua Lipa though. Dua Lipa is a unique is like deeper that's yeah. Okay, like then maybe she's just has like, like an eighties vibe register. and like yeah, yeah. I like pop, it's just I definitely like pop. I think I'm just thinking like I don't know why I can't think of anything besides like Ashley Tidsdale. <laughs> she's not like the most <laughs> She's the first American <laughs> pop singer like, I that love comes Taylor sometimes. Swift. I really love Taylor Swift. That's fine with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love Lady Gaga. I love Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande's fine. I think it's just like I don't like the voices that are so sassy. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like the girl voices that are super sassy. Or like too crazy like Zara Larson, and like <laughs> tune it next time to see if she actually figures out her music taste and you can notice we're saying she back and forth um
0: not super uh we trying to figure out
1: what names you want to use or what names you want to use I feel like it'd be fun to use different I mean today I'm feeling you if today you're feeling Mingyu I feel like Yu because I feel uh professional and like I look very like professional and like serious but then I'm mischievous on the inside that's it? Yeah. Okay. You. Um. I can go with the 17th thing.
0: Um, I feel very June because I feel very goofy and I feel like I'm just sitting in the back with the ukulele. <laughs> like he was in that one, one making, what is he, mimicking Joshua, I think? I feel like Gucci. <laughs> and just sitting in the back just uh, with the like half open eyes, like paying attention but not paying attention. Mm. That's the energy I have right now. But yeah, love June. Love June. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, this will be the end of our first episode. Until <laughs> the next time, see. What else am I about?